Thanks for hanging on, everybody. Here we go again. Mile High Magazine, Sunday morning. I am Murphy Houston, and joining me now is my friend Cheryl Talley, the Director of PR and Communications at the Donor Alliance. Cheryl, we haven't talked in a while. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks, Murphy, for having us today. Well, it's always a good good thing to talk about the Donor Alliance. But we also have an additional very special guest. This is Andrea Og, who is from Sedalia and is a heart recipient thanks to the Donor Alliance. Andrea, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing this morning, Murphy? Oh, I'm doing great. And it's a pleasure to talk to you because I know this past weekend was the uh, the big, uh, what was it, the Donor Dash, Cheryl? Is that what we're calling that? It, yes, it was the Donor Dash 5K. Uh, and how many years have you guys done that event? So it was our 24th anniversary for oh, the my. Donor Dash. So it was really great to have it out there in Wash Park. Uh, we had 4,200 um, dashers who were uh, dashing for their loved ones or for somebody who was their angel donor, and it was a wonderful event. Well, of course, it's all part of the Donor Alliance, which is spectacular. And, Andrea, before we start talking about your story, talk about the Donor Alliance, Cheryl. Tell people what it's all about, what we need here, what's going on. Well, sure. First, let's talk about Donor Alliance. So Donor Alliance has a mission of saving and healing lives through organ and tissue donation. So we're out there in the community educating, inspiring people to register to be an organ, eye, and tissue donor when they get their license and state IDs. So it's really an opportunity for us to share that mission with our community and to see that ripple effect um, of what that impact is at the Donor Dash. Uh, so it, that's our job is out, get out there and, and, and educate our, our community about the importance of registering and also to raise awareness to the fact that there are 1,500 people in our community today awaiting life-saving transplants. So it's something that we all are a part of. Everyone is touched by it in a way they may not even realize. Oh. Um, you know, but um, it's just our, part, our time to really share that with the community. Well, and how do people get involved? It's pretty simple. Well, to uh, register to be an organ, eye, and tissue donor, it's easy. You just say yes when you go to your driver's license or state ID, and when you get your driver's license or state ID. And the other way is just to go to donatelifecolorado.org and register today. It just takes a couple of minutes, and you can share your decision with your loved one um, that you have decided to be an organ, eye, and tissue donor at some point in your life, at the end of your life. And and the tissue part of that has become fairly big, hasn't it, Cheryl? Over the years, a need for tissues. It, you know, it really has, and it's it's amazing the impact, and people don't realize what it means by tissue donation, heart valves, um, skin, eye. Um, they're all part of those, those more than just, like, enhancing the life. It's really returning people to a more normal life uh, where they can walk, see, and just breathe properly. So um, it's, it's really important for not just um, healing lives, but really saving lives as well. So one organ donor can provide eight organs to um, save lives, and a tissue could save up to 75 lives. I've heard some people's um, um, gift was um, touching 120 different people. So the impact is really uh, just so huge, and the ripple effect, again, is so large. That's a big number. It's a big number for sure. It is a big number. Everybody should be involved with the Donor Alliance. And And Cheryl, I'm not sure if I've asked this question over the years you and I have talked. There's no age limit to getting involved with the donor alliance and becoming a donor, is there? I mean, you can't be a child, but there's you know you can be a certain age on the other end. Eighties? Can you? Nineties? Can you do it that old? Actually, there is no age limit on either side. Oh, so um, yes, there's there's no age limit to being an organ, eye, and tissue donor. We really leave that up to the medical professionals. Um, but there is just really amazing advances in um, science now. There is no 
age limit. I think our oldest donor last year was 105. Um, so you can see that range um, is really immense. And again, um, at any age, there is no limit. So those, again, again, we just had the donor dash last weekend, and a lot of those people that are involved are recipients, are they not? Yes. Um, we had. It was really interesting. We had 4,200 people come out and dash for us. About 1,200 were recipients out of that 4,200, and about 1,000 were from donor families. So you can see that there was a really great um, spread of people who are not only honoring their loved ones um, at the dash, but there were also people celebrating alongside. And, and as you'll meet with Andrea, and you'll hear more from her, how thankful they are about that gift of life that they have received. So it's just the opportunity to walk alongside the donors and their family, the donor families, and just to say thank you for that gift that, that the, and the generosity of that gift of life. Well, that's a perfect segue to our special guest, Andrea Ogg, who is uh, from Sedalia and is a heart recipient. Uh, Andrea, welcome to uh, Mile High Magazine again. Thank you so much, and thank you for um, putting the spotlight on organ donation. Well, how's that? Tell us your story. Let's just start from the beginning, Andrea. What what happened in your life where you needed the help of the uh, Donor Alliance and getting a donor tissue donation, or actually a heart probably donated? How did it all start? Well, it started at birth. Actually, it started a little before birth. Um, I was born with a congenital uh, heart disease called non-compaction, I'm sorry, left ventricular non-compaction cardiomyopathy. Mm -hmm. Um, And what that meant is that my heart didn't form correctly in utero and um, never functioned properly. But unfortunately, I didn't get diagnosed until my mid-30s. So um, throughout my younger life, it was very clear that I was... um, really struggling with physical activity. I simply could not do what other uh, kids and other young adults could do, but we had no diagnosis um, until my mid-30s, and then we found out what was going on with me, and I learned that it would likely put me on the path to a heart transplant later in life, um, but that didn't happen until I was 52. Wow. and I'm hung on the fact it was 30 before they found out what was really going on. That's a long time. <laughs> Yeah, it was um, it was very frustrating for me, actually, because throughout my life, as I I mean, I was always trying out for sports and I was always trying to do what the other kids did. Um, I remember really specifically that the elementary school I went to, we played soccer for a good portion of the year. Um, And when you don't have a fully functioning heart, playing soccer is maybe one of the hardest sports you could do because it's really all running. Um, And so I would get like. I would make it finally halfway across the field, and then everyone's coming back the other way. Um, so I was really frustrated, and I had sure. coaches and, and gym teachers and choreographers and even family members tell me that I was just lazy and undisciplined, and I didn't want to work as hard as the other kids. Wow. How tough was that? Oh, my goodness. And, and It was pretty tough. Yeah, and unfair, might I add, to accuse you of that <laughs> without knowing the facts. That's not... I did. I did absolutely feel vindicated when I got that <laughs> diagnosis. I mean, I mean, terrified as well. It's definitely not something you want to learn, you know, in your mid thirties. Because I was thinking I was going to have the same life, you know, that everyone else had. Sure. Um, and so, yeah, but it was vindicating because the truth is that I was working harder than everyone all along. Right. Like even just to show up. Right. So then, why fifty two before you had to wait for a transplant? Is that what happened? Um, no. So, you know, the thing with cardiomyopathy is that it's one of those diseases that tends to 
get worse over time. And so, um, you know, probably starting at birth, my heart function was declining. Right. Um, and it wasn't until, so in my mid-30s when I got diagnosed, I actually had a defibrillator implanted to uh, prevent me from just suddenly dying. Um, and, uh, and then just over the years, the heart slowly deteriorated until, you know, my little orbit got fairly small. Right. Um, and I, I simply just wasn't able to do a lot of the things that other people were doing. No, I guess not. So is this where you got uh, hooked up with the Donor Alliance? Um, so I, uh, I had a, an incident of, uh, it's called ventricular flutter, um, where uh, I, I did drop dead. And um, my heart was going about 323 beats per minute when that happened. Oh, man. Um, and... Um, thankfully I had my defibrillator and it brought me back to life. Um, and I was whisked off to the hospital. Um, and after a couple of months, I went in for more extensive testing and, um, that's what put me on the path to, uh, donor Alliance and, and needing a new heart. Wow. And then you got the new heart and your life turned around. Did it not? Boy, did it. Holy cow. <laughs> everything I guess. Changed. Yeah. Everything changed. You know, um, when you're going through the process, of course, the reason that you're putting yourself through it is this promise that you're going to have a much better life on the other side of it. And that's what you hope for. Um, but, but none of us really knows what that's going to feel like. So even just starting off with waking up in the hospital, I realized I felt good for the first time in my life. Oh, my gosh. Um, I didn't know. No. <laughs> I yeah. didn't know. You, know. you didn't know. My whole life. Oh, People wow. were like, hey, how you feeling? Yeah, and I would be like, oh, I feel great. I never felt great. I didn't know what great felt like. Oh, um, so that's incredible. It started immediately. Yes, and it never stopped. So everything has changed uh, about my life. I guess. Well, you're running marathons. That's a change. <laughs> and you're not last anymore. <laughs> I'm definitely not, yes. <laughs> well, congratulations. And you were in the Donor Dash just last weekend. Yes, I was. I am proud to say that I finished in the top 20% for my age group and uh, in the top 25% overall. Um, so I am out there getting it done. I am not the fastest out there, but but uh, I will sure get out there and grind it out. That's quite a story, Andrea. Really appreciate you sharing it. Andrea Ogg from Sedalia, a heart recipient, thanks to the Donor Alliance. How does that make you, Cheryl, when you hear a story like that? Well, she's such an inspiration, Murphy. I, I can't even tell you. I... I was so inspired when I sat and listened to her story. I wanted to go out and run a marathon myself, and uh, and I didn't have a heart transplant. I'm like, oh, that's, that's so that's amazing. Um, and so she is she is one of the many stories that you hear at Donor Alliance um, of of their lives being transformed um, from the the gift of of life through an organ eye and tissue donor. So it is not only inspirational, it really just makes us, brings us together and how much we are together as a community, um, helping one another to make this world a better place and making someone be able to live a life where they can live it to the fullest. Um, it's really inspiring. And uh, I'm just so proud of her. I mean, really, a half marathon um, is no small feat. And when you're a heart recipient, it's, it's, it is a miracle. It is. It is a miracle. And Andrea, I'm, I'm smiling for you. Just the fact that after you got the new heart, you felt like you should have felt for 52 years. That's an amazing story. Yeah, it's something I definitely didn't anticipate. Well, uh, how could you? Because, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. But, you know, having, 
having that new heart, I think what so many people don't understand about organ donation is that it not only saves people's lives, it completely transforms them. Um, you know, definitely I would not be here right now without my angel donor, but I also wouldn't be doing the things that I'm doing. I am the happiest, healthiest, and most fit I have ever been in my life. And it's just incredible. And I owe it all to an organ donor. Well, congratulations on that, Andrea. And anybody hearing that now that doubted you could really help anybody? Well, Cheryl, that story from Andrea should say, sign up on the Donor Alliance or when you get your driver's license and Say that again, Cheryl, with that part where you say how many organs are involved and how many people can you save with tissue donation? Yeah, so one organ donor can save up to eight lives through organ donation and save and heal more than 75 lives through tissue donation. And, you know, as you just heard from Andrea, she she is living, as I think the phrase you used, Andrea, an exquisite life with this new heart, and she didn't realize that she had an athlete inside of her. Um, And so I am so proud of her, but I'm also encouraging everyone to register when they go to get their driver's license and state ID. And then, you know, if they want to have, they've just registered, or they've got their new license, go on to our website at DonateLifeColorado.org and register today and get the facts and, and, and share it with your family. Well, and you could do it at any age. That's a new element. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize. I thought there were age limits, but there's not. So there's no excuse for not getting involved. No excuse. No. No. And it's it's one of those things that, you know, you... You know, this gives you an opportunity to help somebody and so that that somebody else has a chance for a life. Good point. Um, And it just gives an opportunity for that to really share that love with our community. Well, good story. Good way to end it. Cheryl Talley, who is the uh, Director of PR and Communications at Donor Alliance, and Andrea Ogg from Sedalia, the heart recipient. Well, I think you always kind of had an athlete in you, Andrea, in your brain. It couldn't get down any further from there until you got the new heart. Agreed? Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. I mean, who knew, right? <laughs> who the knew? people who have known me my my whole life are so shocked at uh, the fact that I did a half marathon. Well, so, congratulations. Um, yeah, it, yeah. Thank you. It's just incredible it uh, what organ donation can do. Well, thanks for sharing your story, Cheryl. Always good talking to you. And thanks for coming on Mile High Magazine today. Of course. Thanks, Murphy, so much again for sharing the importance of registering as an organ, eye, and tissue donor. Anytime. And Andrea, keep up the good work. Thanks for coming on. And you guys, too. It's Mile High Magazine. I'm Murphy Houston. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. We'll talk to you uh, next Sunday.